How you doing, Bannock folks? You're tuned into another episode of Bannockdotes Podcast. Hold it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for joining me today. If you aren't already, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, of course, Subscribe to the button with that button right down below. Give this video a like. Leave a comment. Tell me, do you like this episode? Do you hate it? I think you're going to like this episode, though. Let me get into that, though. But before we get into that, let's roll out with the shows. Again, think you, think you need to give me a little bit more shows happening for July. Feels a little, feels a little light, but we'll get into it. Hellbend is going on tour with Dayglow Abortions. Super excited about this. July 2nd in Fredericton. We're going to be at the New Brunswick Punk Festival. July 3rd in Halifax. We're going to be at Gus's Pub. July 4th at a secret show. Shh, don't tell anybody. July 5th at Ramowski at the Ramowski Underground. July 6th in Jonquair at Rocco Bar. July 7th. Trois-Rivière at Le Entite, July 8th in Cornwall at White Knuckles, and July 10th in Waterloo at Revive. Get your tickets for that. I'm so excited to be on the road with Daigle Abortions. We're going to probably do some broadcasting. Going to be a good time. July 7th till, till July 9th in Ottawa, we have Sitting on the Outside Volume 4 with a ton of bands playing, like Moratorium, Imploders, Illusion, Puffer, Blemish, Sleep Late, and many, 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 many more. So definitely go grab your tickets for that. Wednesday, July 13th in Ottawa at the Brass Monkey, we have Falsifier with Born Anew, Salt Wound, Soul Thief, and A Mist. Damn It Goldie are playing a bunch of shows this summer. Definitely go check them out when they're in your city. They're hitting Toronto. They're hitting Hamilton. I think they're hitting Kingston at one point. They're doing Ottawa. They're doing everything that they can. They're doing Windsor. Come on, guys. They're doing it all. Definitely go check out these folks if they're in their city. Friday, July 15th in Toronto at Hard Luck. We have Raider with Detherius, Stench of Death, and Gland. Thursday, July 21st. We have the return of No Orphans. It's been a while since they've played, and they're playing here in St. Catharines at the Warehouse with Sunnyside, Cohesion, and Wishender. That's going to be a good time. Definitely go grab your tickets for that. Saturday, July 23rd in London at the Dome, we have Strange Ways with Reality Denied and Evil Vision. Saturday, July 30th in Toronto at the Rockpile, we have Get the Shot. Enemy of God, Born Without Hope, Offside, Twin Rivals, and Hostage. September 9th and 10th in Mississauga at the Hansa House, Damage Control and Solace Music Promotions presents Hold Your Ground Fest 22 with Never Ending Game, Mind Force, Pain of Truth, Dare, Momentum, Gridiron, Cohesion, Cold Shoulder, Endgame, Mile End, and many, 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 many more. Get your tickets at holdyourgroundfest.com. Lots of shows happening. I know there's more shows happening in July. Send them my way. We'll get it done. All right, let's talk about my guest this week. Now, this was awesome that I got to do this. I got to sit down with Andrew Neufeld of Comeback Kid, Sights and Sounds. 
uh, figure four. Come on. I couldn't even believe he, he took the time out of his day. Um, we grabbed him really quick. We only had a little bit of time between uh, sound check and doors uh, that we could actually take him from uh, from the venue and bring him here. I think moving forward, we're going to try and do some uh, green room podcasting, uh, maybe on the go. But You'll learn more about that when that happens. For this podcast and this episode, uh, he was super cooperative and came my way. And uh, uh, we did a really fast interview. It's definitely quick. Um, But I'm super glad that we got to do it. All right, let's jump right into it. This is Goose from Comeback Kid on Banecdotes. Right on. Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode of Banecdotes. The t-shirt of the week is Millspec. Those are our homies. And my guest this week is Andrew Newfeld. What up? What How are you doing? Now, normally, I let my guests introduce themselves, but do you mind if I give you a bit of an introduction? All right. So this guy's been at it for like the last 20 odd years or so, working in bands such as Combat Kid, Figure Four, Sights and Sounds. Right. Andrew Newfield. Andrew Goose Newfield. Newfeld. Newfeld. You had the I in there. I had to correct yeah. you before. I, I, I'm trying not to look at your questions so it's more of an organic sure. conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then right off the bat, uh, where's the nickname Goose come from? Uh, that was just like a pet name that my mom gave me when I was a kid. Really? Um, and it was just w- within the family, the confines of the family. And, and then um, my brother kind of like started telling people and I didn't love it at first. And I was already um, probably in my 20s by then. Um, my brother kind of 
started spreading it and it uh, <laughs> it spread more than any previous self-proclaimed nickname that I would have given myself. So <laughs> I am definitely goose now to a lot of people. So Right on, right on. And you guys have a brand new record out? We do. Heavy Steps. Heavy Steps, that's right. Did you guys write that over the pandemic? We did. Um, as soon as the pandemic actually hit, like we probably, we were trying to do a record anyways, but probably because of the pandemic, it like made us put the record out a little like it probably would have taken longer to come out okay uh without the pandemic and we had so much touring planned and that's usually kind of what kind of hinders us from getting in the studio or actually just writing just because we're on on the road so much but Mm -hmm. this kind of just gave us the opportunity to like just be at home and write music and um send stuff to each other we live in different cities like from vancouver to toronto winnipeg so we're just sending demos and you know i'd say my oohs and ahs in my room and send it back and we just try to figure out what sounds cool and then you know just pretty much until we could actually meet up in a room and and rehearse um but yeah we we spent you know a lot of people are like oh what'd you do during you must have been so bored during the pandemic like dude we were busy this whole pandemic love to hear it yeah love to hear it yeah we, it took it took it took the year to kind of write and record the record and then pretty much by that time and we were almost out of the weeds. Right, you know? yeah, we, yeah. We started looking for places to tour. Cool. When Canada wasn't really quite ready yet. So. Right, right, right. And you guys are doing some touring now, right? Yep. Doing a couple of dates this weekend. Yeah, we've been going pretty strong for about a year now, mm-hmm. since like last August. We played our first show back. Yeah, and there's just plans for touring for the rest of the year and whatnot? This year is one of the most crazy years that we've ever had. Really? Yeah, touring-wise, really, really busy. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Good to hear. Yeah. So, uh, what goes into writing a new comeback kid song? You guys have been around for quite a while. You guys have such a full discography. Is there anything that you guys necessarily like try to pick it and do beforehand, or is it just like whatever sounds good, fucking let's riff it? There's a bit of that whatever sounds good mentality, but we also like we'll stay in our lane and we know what comeback kid is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that what. We, we hopefully know what uh, people want to hear out of our band in a way. Um, you know, we've, we all have other musical projects that like we just talked about, like Sights and Sounds. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a bit, but, um, you know, if we want to do a different kind of style of band, we'd probably, or a different kind of music, we just write for another project. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to keep Comeback Kid kind of in its lane, doing the, the sound that it's known for. Yes, every record is different. But um, we write some songs with a little bit of a nostalgia factor in mind. Um, and then some of the stuff that gets maybe a little left of center either doesn't make the record. We have a bunch of B-sides that we'll probably put out soon. Cool. Uh, that didn't make the record. Maybe because it was just a little like left of center. Like it, I, I had written some maybe songs that... I'm always trying to write a different kinds of songs. Right. Um, and sometimes I'll draw inspiration from our older stuff but um also the other guys you know that's sometimes a conversation of hey, let's do this kind of nostalgic kind of has this vibe from a song that we you know a false idols fall which is like a song from wake the dead or mm-hmm. something and trying to not emulate that but write something in that style right um but yeah like i mean anyone who knows comeback kid like as far as like our style of music we we write different kinds of songs mm-hmm. you know there's some really poppy songs 
for our style of music, and then there's some really like heavier, like super fast to the point songs. So, Fuck yeah, yeah, that's great. Now the what I really like about uh, Heavy Steps, especially, is like the artwork is so different from a lot of the artwork that you guys did. Is was there inspiration from that? I hate all of our covers. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Like when I give an idea to an artist, like maybe sometimes it doesn't really sure show up how I'd like. But no, that's we were just a fan of this uh, artist, Luciano Cauldron. And he's a tattoo artist. Um, I, he's based out of Spain right now, but I think he's from Mexico. And uh, we just kind of gave a lot of lyrical direction, um, just, you know, little catchphrases of things that we were talking about. And he was able to kind of come up with something. Um, and we had, you know, the, the option to do it like, you know, he dr could dr draw it out and ha have more of like a cleaner digital look. And then he's like, do you want, do you want me to paint it? So we could kind of, it kind of gives a little bit more of a, a real, like a cooler real vibe yeah. to it and not, so he, he actually painted over it and, uh, we love it. So yeah. it's a really cool album. Yeah, we're really happy. It's different kind of something, especially for like, yeah. A, yeah, I love that. Um, but you yeah. can tell we never keep a theme really for our album right. covers. Like it's all pretty, it's kind of like whatever we're feeling at the time. Sure. You know? Sure. Maybe it sometimes comes secondary. We're glad that this record. It feels like everything's a little bit more uniform and we kind of had the vision beforehand probably because we had a little more time. Right. With the album name, the, the artwork, and the whole the whole presentation of it. Mm-hmm. Now, did the Heavy Steps pedal ever get up, end up getting made? I'm still waiting on <laughs> Rev for that. Yeah. But uh, they've been busy doing other things for us. Like, they gave us some some heads and they, we, they built us some uh, 610, like, cabinets for the guitars. Right. And, uh, so, it's funny because, you know, we're getting quite deep with this company uh rev amps from manitoba um we actually like reamped with their with their heads and stuff like really Will putney did when he mixed our record out in new york and stuff but um every member of our band kind of has that works with them has their own agenda for okay. what we want to do with them <laughs> so it's like yo did you talk to so-and-so from rev or like i'm like yo i want to get this from so we're all we all have our different agendas so it'll, we'll get there eventually eventually now i know i've you've mentioned in passing uh that it would be cool if it would ever happen if comeback kid would ever to do like a like a cover uh tour like playing just covers For sure what covers would be in that set list right now i'm more horny to maybe do start off by trying to do like we do a lot of festivals especially this summer we're going to get back to the euro festival nice. and i really want to do like a medley like let's do five minutes of uh just hits yeah just hits you know we could have like now is the time to you know get get the crowd going We're like oh no no maybe that's too heavy like let's do something for the punk rockers like publicly blah, 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 blah. like do like <laughs> propaganda yeah you know and then mix it up do like 30 seconds of each i would love to do something fun like that and we don't really do enough covers i would fantasy would be to do like a whole cover set that would be really fun but again you know Right now we're too busy with the normal shit, <laughs> <laughs> which is good, yeah. right? Yeah, we gotta get back, like at least get over over to Europe once. Like we've been to the UK, but I miss I miss the German bread, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff over there, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, now you guys have a lot of features on, uh, like like the last three records, you guys have like a couple features uh, on the on the record. Is that something that you go into while writing the record, or is like the record done? You go like. JJ would sound great on this track or um yeah I guess uh it's it's usually on the whim yeah yeah I mean when you're talking about JJ uh 
we did a song called Everything Relates, and it's while we were writing it, uh, my friend Sean SK um, had passed away Sorry during during that time, and it wasn't really like. Oh, he would sound great because he, it's just more of like he just kind of like sings along with me. Right, you can't really tell. Yeah, that he's really <laughs> to be uh, to be fair, he's like on the bottom, I'm on the top. Uh, maybe more of like a feature that was like this person would sound great on it would be um, like Joe from Gojira sang on a song called Crossed, and so that sick. was like more of like a feature. You know, uh, some some songs we have we include people for a vibe, right? And sometimes we include people to, for a for an actual sound for the actual sound. Yeah. That's cool. Now, does Sight and Sounds have anything planned? I know you were doing something at the beginning of two thousand twenty. We um, did our last tour right like days before the last uh, the before the pandemic hit. Yeah, and uh, now it's just really come back headland. Sure. At, at the moment, it's just too yeah yeah. We we only have time for that at the moment. Now, is there any hardcore bands that have came and gone uh, within the time that Comeback Kid has been uh, like or been that you haven't had a chance to play with? We never toured with Hatebreed yet. That would be cool. Oh shit! We played festivals with them. Jamie but... Johnson, we know you're watching. <laughs> Come on. That would be like an that would be a checklist. Uh, we again, we we haven't toured with No Effects yet. We've been supposed to a couple times, maybe next year, but we played festivals with them again. Like there's festivals but who would there be that like we haven't even crossed paths with with at all i mean there's a, probably a lot that some of that have come and gone hmm. who knows i'm not really sure right yeah now. fair enough fair yeah. enough It'd be cool to see no effects and come back in at a show yeah we're, we might that. do that we're, we'll do that punk and drublick tour hopefully yeah hell yeah, yeah. that's cool uh do you know any? Uh, no, this this is mainly an Ontario uh, show, and I know that you folks are like are kind of all over the country. But I typically like to ask my guests uh, if there's any Ontario bands that have caught your attention within the last year or so. Anything that you've been jamming? Ontario bands. I mean, it's kind of all getting started again. I mean, like we have Wildside on. on oh tonight. yeah. I saw that Dear God band and got them on or a kid or whatever and got them on the show tonight yeah uh, i just checked them out like last month pretty cool um we had mil speck on our toronto show that was great i mean you know mil speck and wild side have been going for a while yeah um and a lot of the other stuff is just kind of stuff that i've been kind of checking out uh temper tantrum uh, jake from our our label new damage that's his new band i've heard a couple songs i haven't seen them live yet sounds pretty cool yeah um Cold Shoulder sounds pretty cool. Again, I don't know too too much about it. So there's a whole bunch of bands. I know there there's that Friction band as well. Mm -hmm. Don't know much about it. So you know there's some new bands that are popping up. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but nothing that I'm like, that's my new band. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing quite quite yet. Not the Ontario music scene. You know, it's always it's always different. It's always changing it's, too, yeah. right? Now. Um, you folks, uh, like, you put out DVDs, like, you, you put out, uh, like, the bonus feature for Turn It Around, and you guys have the DVD for Through the Noise. Now, in an age where, like, DVDs are completely unheard of for bands to be doing Hopefully it, people never watch any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever do something, like, in, like, the lane of TikTok, or, like, do you take on that, or is that just nothing that you're interested in? Yeah, that's cool. We just haven't, like, really got the time to do it. Yet. Yeah. It I, is... get, I get social media fatigue already, just doing all, like... <laughs> all the release stuff and like tour dates and tickets now, you know, we're, you, you kind of rely on your social media the most mm -hmm. for, 
uh, to get people like to let people know what you're doing. So already feeling that fatigue. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to it. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's one of those kind of things, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's like a full time job for some of these bands to just constantly be posting, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, would you rather the energy in that or in the music? So I totally get it. Yeah, there's a there's energies going to many different places. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into anecdotes, a segment where we can just talk about some of the wildest stories you've come across, just being yeah. a comeback kid, I gotta ask you. What do you remember of playing with Madball, Living with Lions, a Wilhelm Screen at L3 St. Catharines about 10 years, 13 years ago? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember, uh, I think, us playing, Comeback Kid playing, and then there was a, a some sort of scuffle with the security. I believe they were either, I don't know if they were roughhousing a kid or they were trying to kick someone and living with lions out but it ended up to be some sort of or maybe someone was trying to get in that was in a band and security was being weird anyways what happened was a big fight blew out between living with lions guys who like some of those guys play in our band now <laughs> and security but then madball kind of like came to the rescue in a way and i know that mitts who's not in madball anymore like at one point like had a security guard that had him like the undertaker like against, <laughs> against the fucking uh wall and like had him like up by his neck and that was pretty dope yeah so they they they, they helped us out but security was being weird and yeah that's, that's the pretty much the extent of my memory there right yeah i remember it being very scary my wife and i were there we were watching guys set and like they were turning the lights on and i think like all right, I think we should go. You know, like I don't know how don't I go. Feel. <laughs> don't go. We, we squashed it. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a crazy set.
All right, let's get into some anecdotes with each other. So, uh, yeah, tell me some of the wildest stories you have from just being in Comeback Kid or Sights and Sounds or Figure Four. Just, like, in general, wild. Anything that you've got. Oh, my God. Um... That's pretty a loose question, you know what I mean? Like you got we got to try to find some specifics here so I can like look for something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like uh like have you played any weird peculiar stages or venues that like stick out? Yeah, you know, I remember the first time I went to Brazil, we played this festival called Metanaya Festival in like Victoria, Brazil. Um I just remember the state. I think it was a figure 4. The state we Figure Four went, this is before Comeback Kid was a band, me and Jeremy are in that band, and then we went and uh, we toured around in like a Greyhound, and uh, they had like some seats taken out, like one of the guy, the promoters like uncles was driving it, <laughs> so, so it was just a normal like old Greyhound, they had some seats out with like mattresses on the ground, <laughs> we did like a 13 or 16 day tour in Brazil. Over nice. Like, in this is like the year 2001, <laughs> and uh, I just remember playing this Metanaya festival, and the stage was like, you know, a roof and a half. Yeah. And people were trying to climb up this, like, board on the side. <laughs> and I just remember, like, security guards or whoever was at the festival, like, trying to kick them. Like, kind of, like, stomp their, like, oh, little boy. fingers and stuff like that. <laughs> that was pretty funny uh, and weird. Um, dude, all kinds of things, you know. I've been arrested in a couple countries. Damn. Um, and it's usually for marijuana. Okay. Uh they're not cool with it. No, they're not cool. I went to, you know, spent a night at in the dr in the drug tank in Serbia. That sucked. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but still was able like I never missed a show because of any of that shit. Hey, there you go. But it, it feels pretty just like ugh, this is not worth it if you're like missing shows because of or if you're like getting arrested because of like weed. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? But just got to be more low key and when we're Canadian, we think we can just smoke everywhere. Right, right. But uh that kind of thing, you know, um, you know, we've been around all kinds of fights and people getting absolutely like destroyed, mostly in the States is that's where that happens. Right. Um, they're, they're, they kind of go all out with the moshing there, eh? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. More people crowd a killing. More, and... A little more aggressive. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been, uh, we've been bribed into Southeast Asian countries into Indonesia like <laughs> shit like that like we always try to somehow find a way um, but yeah I don't know there's a few things yeah. but yeah I, I'm sure I could go off on something <laughs> if, there, if I had direction but I I'm literally just no, kinda, no yeah. where's the furthest you folks have played from home somewhere like Japan or something you name it I guess yeah. you know like Japan is quite far yeah Southeast Asia as far south as brazil um you know we've played russia many times nice. i'm really sad that we can't go there anytime soon right um great fans in russia yeah great crowd in russia Diehards. hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> um yeah we've been you know been all over have you have you done like most of the continents we've done we south do. we've done south africa yeah yeah, that's tight. yeah. I don't. I guess the only continent that we haven't done is uh, Antarctica. Yeah, I was just gonna say you can't do that. one. I would say we'll get a ton comeback shit kid show going on in there. Though. We're trying to do Alaska. Like, at oh some yeah, point. yeah, that's cool. Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Do they have? Do you know if they have a scene there? What's going on in Alaska? Yeah, there's something going on there. There's, there's definitely something. <laughs> it, it exists. Um, what is your go-to gas station snack when you're on the road? 
Um, it would have been just like chips before, right? Now lately, we're we're pretty smart. Like especially touring the states a bunch again. Always going to Starbucks, getting a glass of ice because we'll always have leftover water, but always a, a full glass of ice from Starbucks. You can always keep your water cold. Nice, that's pretty good. That's you a good know? tip. Um, you know, gas station snacks. It's usually just like ch chips or something like that, but. I'm trying to, you know, lay off. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. If, like you mentioned that you were, you know, you missed the German bread. Was there anything over in Europe that you can't get here that you, you really... That seeded bread that you can get in that, Germany. That's you know, just it, eh? Like, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it has the right texture, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any pre-show rituals? Uh, try to take a shit at some point. There you go. Um, that seems to be a constant thing throughout everybody. Yeah, you want to keep light, you know what I mean? That's how I was like, we got to do this into this like podcast now so I could get some dinner before doors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, besides that, I'm not really like a big warmer upper. Right. Or warmer down. Um, I, I just have to kind of, we just kind of, I don't think about it too much. Sure. Yeah. Just kind of keep it going. Now, uh, Let's say Comeback Kid is, like has an unlimited budget uh, for your green room. Mm -hmm. What is the rock star dream uh, rider in the green room for you? What's waiting in there for you? You're selling out arenas. You guys are touring with Metallica. <laughs> We're pretty simple, you know. Like, yo, I'll just do the higher higher shelf booze. Like, we'll do the we'll do the the Grey Goose uh, bottle Hennessy and maybe a nice tequila or mezcal or something like that. That should tide us over. Get a bunch of light beers. That should tide us over. Seltzers, ice. Ice is the most important thing. Nice, nice. Always, always. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, like, I, dude, I'm, I'm just going to, like, name, like, our normal rider. Yeah, they... Like, give us some fruit and veggies and, like, <laughs> pita bread. We're good to go. There you go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we're not too precious. You know, hey, if we're really fancy, we'll get some, like, 9-volt batteries. Like <laughs> Energizer, too, not no Duracell. No, the, the, the good brand. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I worked at a venue at the Danforth uh, in Toronto, and uh, I had to go get, like, some... I had to go across the street, get some batteries for someone once, and I brought, like, I got the cheap ones, and then, they, like, the sound guy said, never get these. Always get the, the brand name. I'm right. Like, okay, so now I know. There you go. Right on. Do you have any tour tips for anyone, so, like, uh, maybe starting out as, a like, a touring musician? Do you have anything that you can offer them to give them some advice or insight? Uh, it's not going to happen fast. Yeah. yeah. Be chill. No one wants to like tour with like with aggressive people or selfish people. You know, we've given up, you know, hogging, you know, oh, let's, I, I want to have the nice place to sleep or whatever, you know, right. that kind of attitude is, is kind of sucks and just helping chip in with like, with loading. Like we're doing this tour now. We've gone from having, you know, crews of three or four people uh mm -hmm. and this weekend we're it's just us without just you guys you know and it's like it's fun just to do it like that just kind of it's we, we like to be involved i like to know who's doing our shows mm -hmm. um i've had years where i've gone without really um you know speaking too much with the promoters or you know full tours without really having too much of that um but i i like I like have like you know especially after the pandemic you know seeing who's who's around who's taking care of us you, uh who's you know just just being kind of just really aware and and I like to know who's 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 working with us and we're we're such a hands-on band so we always have been but um it's good to really just keep in the mix like yeah. that, I think now yeah right on right on well I think I've only got one more uh question for you yeah uh what are your all-time 
top five favorite bands uh, that you can give. If you can't give five, give, give three maybe. Favorite bands. I love a band called Mew. Um, their record, Frenchers, is one of the more important records ever in my life. Um, I would say uh, for hardcore, I go back and forth on a lot of bands. Uh, but I w- I've always said, like, I think like No Warning is like my favorite hardcore well, band. They're those, sick. Are my, those are my boys. We got to play with Jesse for a while, but yeah, man, like they, it's just, I just always love them. Um, and I had No Warning in my life since, you know, I got out of high school. So to me, it was a band that I kind of grew up with. Oh, they're great. Um, and then that would be like on the heavy side. And then, um, fuck who else? Another, th- a third, an actual third. Uh, my favorite modern band for the DMAs. Okay, They're cool. They're like a very uh, oasis like band from Australia. Nice. And I've punished myself into friendship with one of them. <laughs> you know, fan turned friend. <laughs> so uh, yeah, cool. Those are two, three bands that I really, really like. Fuck yeah! All right. Well, uh, do you want to give the plugs for all the social medias? And if you have anything you want to give a plug to, any any organization or shoutouts. Honestly, the main thing, if you want to find out about Comeback Aid, is our Instagram and our link tree that's on there. Cool. I try to update our website, but again, I'm too DIY for it. <laughs> and even the Wix site is doing my head in. So just the link tree, it is. Right on, right on. Well, thank you very much, folks. Thank you. Right on.